Don't look back because the market is closed. Good Thursday afternoon, everyone. This is Kit Harris with the Daily VRA Investing Podcast. We'll tell you in just a few minutes what happened to the markets today. More importantly, we'll tell you what's going to happen going forward using the VRA Investing Systems, our guide. And uh, what a day today. Nice to see this action. If you've been joining us here, you know, uh, we said at the time and we still believe that uh, this is like a mini December we went through. You know, almost nobody's in the office early August. It's a perfect time to take the markets down. Hint, hint, if you're China, uh, that's what uh, they almost did. They almost took us down a 1,000 points. Uh, what was that, Tuesday? So uh, they being, you know, the, 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 the robots, the algorithms, maybe uh, some uh, nefarious traders involved when nobody is there. That is what happened in December. Uh, that gave us our December capitulation. We saw readings just like that this week. Uh, really good to see uh, our, our theme play out. And our belief that this is going to be a very quick bounce back uh, and then move back to new all-time highs and 30000 on the Dow. It's still our year in target. And uh, so nothing's changed. I will tell you that we are very close. And if you follow us up uh, on Twitter or our blog, if you don't, uh, sign up at VRAinsider.com. It's free. We put out a weekly blog with some of our best commentary, most important commentary. Again, VRAinsider.com. You can sign up there for our blog. You can sign up there for a reminder of this daily podcast. Please tell your friends. We really appreciate it. Our podcast is growing thanks to you. And uh, we, uh, you know, our goal is to help people. And that's, you know, whether you subscribe to us and pay us or not, you know what? We'd love if you would. Come join us. We'll get you signed up. But, you know, we, are, we do believe in the pay it forward principle. So uh, refers to other people. We greatly appreciate it. And uh, let's, uh, let's, let's crush this market with as many people as possible. But bottom line here, as we see it, is that we were very close to going to 11 out of 12 VRA investing screens bullish. But we couldn't have done it because two sectors uh, were under the uh, 200-day moving average. Two important ones to us, and that's the small caps and the trannies of the transportation index. If you're offended by trannies, uh, that's old, old Wall, Wall Street lingo that apparently is not appropriate to use anymore. But um, if we could uh, – today we saw that happen. The transports and the uh, Russell 2000 – both got back above the 200-day. We have a couple of, uh, of, of global indexes, uh, uh, stock markets that remain beneath the 200-day, uh, those being China and Japan of note. Everything else is above the 200-day. Everything else in bull market confirmed status. So we'll stay for now at 10 out of 12 screens bullish. It's, it's, a, it's a minor distinction maybe, but we've only been at 11 out of 12 twice in the history of, of, uh, of the VRA investing system. So to us, it's important. Bottom line is it's back up. Anytime we're at uh, 10 or 11 sc- uh, screens bullish, it, it's always back up the truck time to buy on pullbacks. So you got to buy the dips. In bull markets, you got to buy the dips. This is a big bull market uh, that's going a lot higher in our view. We saw some important things today. I'm going to get to those in just a second. Uh, some late-breaking news as well. But the Dow Jones finished right at the highs of the day, up 371 points, at closing at 26,378. Our leader, and again, this is what you want to see, our leader in the day was the NASDAQ, up 2.2% at 8,039, and also great to see the uh, Russell 2000 up a big 2.1% at uh, 1532. Again, back over its 200-day. Uh, that's our Bible pretty much for buying or selling. And the S&P 500 up 1.9%, closing at 2938. So, again, great to see this action. Uh, we wrote this morning, we believe this is going to be the case. We believe the lows for the year are in. And uh, from now, it's going to be, uh, it's going to be, it's going to be a melt-up. Because 
the whispers have already started about the Chinese trade delegation coming in, and they're feeling maximum pain. You know, our economy continues to soar. We saw it again today. Check this out. You know, if you're listening to the folks that have been really bearish, and they're everywhere. They are, they are everywhere. The perma bears, they are clickbait list-building specialists. Is what most of them are. Just know that. Some of them put out decent work as well. But, you know, they always find that kernel of negativity that sounds so awful. You know, depression's right around the corner. Uh, I won't name names today, but, man, I got three emails today from friends of mine that, that I've had speak at events of mine in the past that are saying a depression is coming. A crash is just around the corner. My God, it's just nonstop. They've been saying they're writing the same articles for a decade. And they just, uh, it's frustrating because I don't know why they're doing it except to make a few bucks. But the thing with that we saw today, again, this is what we watch. This is what matters to us. And I think to most smart money investors that don't listen to the nonsense, uh, and a big component of the VR investing system are the home builders. Home builders lead. They lead everything. They lead the economy. Uh, certainly the U.S. economy and the global economies, you want to see strong home builders. That's the price action that's most important. Uh, this is why we were warning back in 2006, 2007 to get out of everything. Uh, get out of especially don't buy a home. Sell your home if you're, uh, if you're thinking about it. Uh, be very careful about the uh, stock market because we had 17 straight rate hikes from 2004 to 2006. Thanks a lot, Fed. You crashed the home industry. You crashed the global economy. Certainly crashed the U.S. economy. Uh, but we had 17 straight rate hikes from 2004 to 2006. The home builders began to top out early 2007. That was our that was our clue, because they just it was like a waterfall decline. Well, folks, how can you say we're nearing a recession when you hear this? ITB, the Home Construction ETF, hit a new 52-week high today. XHB, the Home Builder ETF, is just two and a half percent from a new 52-week high. And the HDX is the housing sector index is just 1.5% from new 52-week highs. Folks, housing stocks and the housing index would not be doing this well if we were heading into recession. Just not how it works. Oh, I guess there's always a first time for everything. But factually speaking, this is not the action you would see if we were headed into a recession. It's just not. Um, also today, we saw that... Uh, uh, late-breaking uh, report, uh, we had the official outflow numbers. So check this out. This is pretty something. This is a, with a kind of hat tip to Urban Carmel. Great follow on Twitter. Twenty This past week, $25.2 billion in outflows from equity mutual funds and ETFs. $25.2 billion. Let's put that in perspective. That's the largest outflow in a single week ever outside of last Christmas. So this index, this tracking uh, mechanism goes back 16 years. December was the largest. I think we were $101 billion in equity outflows in a single week. The week before that was, as I recall, $67 billion. Massive outflows in, in two weeks. So obviously 25.2 is not in that arena. Last December was a true capitulation. But in this market, it was just, what, 3% below all-time highs to see these kind of outflows. The point being, the public just always gets it wrong. If the public is aggressively selling, we should be aggressively buying. If the public is aggressively buying, we should be aggressively selling. Sentiment is that powerful of a market mover. We saw it overnight as well uh, in two different uh, sentiment, uh, sentiment surveys. The AAII sentiment survey, 
Uh, let me. I want to give you these. We tweeted again. We tweet this out. It's in our blog. Follow us there. You'll get it even before the podcast. But uh, here are the acts of the hard numbers here. Uh, and the AAI survey, just 21.7% bulls. It was only 20.9% bulls on December 24th. So 21.7% bulls down 16.8%. Bears, 48.2%. That rating was up 24%. It's, if you're a contrarian, and we're kind of born that way around here, my, my mentors were, you just don't, these, are, these kind of readings point to a melt up because the public is out of the market. That's what you want to see. You want to see everybody is bearish as hell, the public throwing up stocks, liquidating their accounts, calling their brokers on Fridays to get me out. This thing is going to crash. I'm reading Zero Hedge every day. I'm reading all these, uh, these uh, perma bears. They're telling me we're going to crash. The news out of China is awful. Trump is, uh, is, is a bad orange man. Just get me out. That's when we buy. So... It's rare that the reason I'm, you know, I'm a little animated about this is I, I want to make sure you get the point uh, if you haven't already. This smart group on this call, so I, I know you have. But when when sentiment is this bearish, and it's just this is the most hateable market of my career. There's not a close second. You, you don't have all time highs. We're just of all time highs uh, with the economy growing like like it is. To have these kind of bearish readings, it's it's just it's insanity now. We can use that to our advantage, and that's what we've been doing. Highly recommend that you continue to buy the dips because they're going to be few and far between. Again, all things being equal. Um, uh, also, we saw uh, another sentiment index, which was the fear and greed index, is now at a 25. That's extreme fear. Now, the all-time low in the fear and greed index, as you may remember, was one, a reading of one, O-N-E, that was December 24th, 2018, and of course, that was the best buying opportunity of my career as far as just timing-wise. Seeing that hit a one, knowing, can it go to zero? I guess, but that's one way, uh, you know, back up the truck. That's really what we're seeing here. Uh, and of course, central banks. Look, when central banks around the world are slashing rates, they're telling you one thing very clearly. you got to buy stocks. If you don't, We'll keep cutting until you do. And so uh, this is a new, we're new times. Uh, we believe, I believe that we are in a global interest rate and currency war. Now that sounds scary, and one of these days it might be scary. But right now, that's not the case. This is not that day. Uh, maybe two, three, four, five years from now it will be, uh, maybe even longer. If we get the decade-long Super Bowl market that I believe we're going to have from here uh, but, um, you know, central banks are, are, are uh, screaming, really, in our ears. You know, if you're not buying stocks now, we're going to make you buy stocks because we're going to keep cutting rates. And we have a currency war going on. Everyone wants their currency to be lower to help them with trade issues. So uh, let's, let's look at the internals today. Just, you know, garlic strong. Advanced decline, 5 to 1 positive. Volume, 5 to 1 positive. 52-week high to low. Uh, we had 482 stocks hitting new 52-week highs to 249 hitting new 52-week lows. You know, earlier, late last week, early this week, we had three, we had back-to-back-to-back days of negative market internals across the board. That had not happened in a very long time. So that was a little concerning, but that looks like that was a flush. 
that looks like that's the capitulation. And again, we see that also in the money flows. We see it in the sentiment indexes. Uh, it looks like we've had our last correction uh, of, of size uh, into, into year-end. At least that's the way it appears to us right now. Uh, sector watch. All 11 S&P 500 sectors put higher in the day. This is just a, one of those days. Uh, uh, energy led the way up 2.9% after being demolished. Uh, technology was up 2.4%. Uh, communications up 2.2%. Again, semis up 2.7%. Tech leads. Tech always leads up and down. So in days like today, again, we see tech. The semi is leading the way. It's just what you want to see. Great to see the small caps get back engaged again. Uh, a great day today all the way around. Oil today closed up $1.74 a barrel at $52.83. Gold was $15.50 an ounce, down $4.60. Silver was $16.96, down $0.23 cents an ounce. I would encourage you, take a few minutes. So you can find this on Twitter account as well. Uh, don't know if we include it in our weekly blog today. If memory serves, maybe we did. I think we did. But this is a great interview from Bill Murphy, who's the head of GATA, the Gold Antitrust Action Committee. Uh, uh, and Bill Murphy's the man. Uh, I, I met him many years ago. He has personally taken on major money center banks, J.P. Morgan, Deutsche Bank, uh, to name a couple, uh, because of their gold rigging and their manipulation of gold and silver lower. He personally did it raised the money, put the group together, did it himself. He's got a great new video out talking about what he sees happening in the gold market, which he's never seen before. He believes somebody has been uh, is defaulting on delivery. Now, if you follow gold like I do, if you're a gold bug like we are, and I, I've been for most of my life, then you know that this day was coming. Defaults were coming because, like, for example, the ETF GLD, which is the you know the ability everybody everybody can buy this ETF to day trade gold if they want to, but it really is a big scam because uh, the the question's always been do they really have gold? They, that was the original game plan when they launched GLD is for every uh, every buyer we have we're going to put away money put away gold in, in, in a lot in a, in a in a big vault. Well, they're not doing that. It's just derivatives, folks. It's just derivatives of derivatives of derivatives. Uh, I believe Murphy said in the interview that he believes gold has been hypothecated a thousand times in GLD. If somebody is if – this, if this rigged game is falling apart, if honesty is returning to gold – and I wrote about this in my book, uh, Crash Proof Prosperity, Becoming Wealthy in the Age of Trump, predicted this might happen. Trump's a big gold guy. He's also uh, uh, about getting the, the, uh, the, the, the criminals, uh, manipulators, out of all markets. Um, then you know that this if, this, if this is really happening, just look out. And by the way, check this out. The market's back in risk-on mode, right? I mean, uh, risk-on, risk-off. So right now we're risk-on. Today, gold and the miners, particularly the miners, should have been hit hard. GDX closed up 1.6% today. I find this most interesting, and I think it lends credibility to what Bill Murphy is saying, that something different is taking place. The manipulation in precious metals may be over. I don't have to tell you what that means, folks, but I will. If it's over, gold is headed at minimum to $3,000 an ounce. That's a double from here. Frankly, we could be looking at a Bitcoin-like move of five to $10,000 an ounce. I actually believe that's going to happen. 
I know a lot of people say that silver is going to have an even bigger move because the gold-to-silver ratio is so out of whack right now. It's like 90 to 1 or something. It really should not be that high at all. Uh, so, uh, you know, I, I like buying the miners personally because that's where the leverage is. But, of course, you know, we're recommending and own gold and silver as well. Uh, at the end of the day, we just want – if you believe in precious metals, you just want to have an honest market, you know, without criminal levels of manipulation from major money center banks, J.P. Morgan, Doja Bank, Goldman Sachs, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. If that's happening, look, the action's extremely positive. Uh, we're having a lot of fun here, folks, with this group. Again, come join us at VRAinsider.com. Again, VRAinsider.com. Final note today, Bitcoin closed at 11500 down 420 But again, it's still giving us a great risk-on buy signal, something we picked up on a, a long time ago. It's been the single best risk-on, risk-off indicator for equities for now over three years. Can't really explain it. Just, it's just a fact. Folks, with that, as always, thank you for being here. My name is Kip Harridge. We appreciate you. Thank you for your feedback. Thank you for listening. Please recommend us to a friend if you find this interesting. Uh, our goal is to help you make money, and good markets are bad, and uh, without, the, uh, you know, without the conflicts of interest. Uh, have a great day, everybody. We'll see you back here again tomorrow after the close.